Hello and welcome to Your Financial Planet, a podcast hosted by the Synergy Capital Solutions team. Join us as we share our journey as we navigate life's complexities and provide solutions to reduce the noise around your personal financial situation. Hi, my name is Jordan Andrusiak, and I am an advisor and the Chief Client Experience Officer at Synergy Capital Solutions. Today, we are joined by Karen Fields, who is also an advisor at Synergy Capital Solutions, and we'll be speaking about some uh, New Year's resolutions and some checklist items that you should be making sure to take care of uh, during the year when it comes to your life and your financial plan. Welcome, Karen. Thanks, Jordan. It's a pleasure to join you on my first podcast with Synergy. (laughs) Nothing like uh, hopping right in, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Karen, do you want to give us the the listeners and viewers a little bit of information about yourself? I know we'll do an intro podcast uh, down the road, but just so people have an understanding of who you are and where you came from. Sure. You are so, now. <laughs> I was I'm actually sitting right now in Chicago, so the first team member in the city, but. Um, I started almost exactly a month ago with Synergy. I jumped into the financial world actually from nonprofit fundraising and community sustainability. And I've been in the business for about 10 years, but I'm excited to join Synergy. One of the things that I really love about the business is I say, I like to get to know clients really well, but then dork out behind the scenes and crunch the numbers. And that's something that you guys are really big on is knowing your clients inside and out and then let's build the plan in as much detail and focus on that client that we can. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's like a doing a big puzzle in the background, right? Where it's just, how does it all fit together? How do we get to, you know, the end goal and how is it for the the best benefit of the client at the end of the day? Exactly. And that's part of what we're talking about today is like, each year, you want to make sure that if something changes with your client, you make that update and change it. I, I like to say what I like about the job and do, getting to know clients and what we do, every day, it's not the same. Every client is different every day and the market is different and every plan should reflect that differently. Correct. Yep, exactly. And every family dynamic is different. Every, uh, you know, every approach is different and, and people have very different values, especially when it comes to money. And so, as you mentioned, part of our role is really to just get an understanding of what that is and then, Mm -hmm. and then drill into here's how to make those things happen, right? Whatever they are. So let's hop right in, uh, taking a look at things in the new year that you should be thinking about, or, Mm -hmm. um, that you should be communicating with your financial planning team, your financial advisors, um, and that can include your estate planning attorney, your your CPA slash tax advisor. You know, we all we all work together collectively. And so some of the things we're going to talk about align with those those other team members as well. Um, I'm going to start off with this is a little bit intuitive, but if you have any big life changes, make sure you're communicating that to your financial team. So do you expect any large changes in your personal life that may affect your your financial plan things like switching a job changing your marital status moving to another residence i think some other things that people should be uh, aware of and things that also can have impacts on your family members and your financial plan are things like having children are your children going to college um, are they getting married do you have parents going into extended care needs we have a lot of 
we work with a lot of families that are in kind of that sandwich generation, right? They're managing through their children's day-to-day and then also their parents' day-to-day and making sure that everyone's happy, healthy, and productive. Those are things that we can help you navigate easily. Um, Another thing to think about, are there, do you have any loans outstanding or credit cards that are higher than market rates or should we maybe consider refinancing or consolidating loans? There's some potential, uh, you know, in this rising rate environment, Mm -hmm. or as we've seen rates rise, you may, there may be other opportunities out there for different types of lending that uh, have different structures and therefore may be more advantageous in the short term versus the long term. So let's, let's just talk through those things. What are, what is the, you know, what is the cash flow aspect? What is the debt aspect of your financial plan? And are there things that we can help to kind of minimize that day-to-day crunch, so to speak? No, it makes sense. And there's also the question of, should you pay down that loan or should you keep Mm -hmm. the loan based on the rates? And I know that's a question that several clients have been asking with, especially mortgage rates as high as they are and money market rates as high as they are. What can they do to make the most of their cash flow? Yep. Yeah. And looking at it, you know, if you need, if there's like personal loan needs for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. you know, what makes sense now versus in the future? um, And how can we make sure that we're actually getting kind of the most efficient dollars for your buck. Something else to look at, do you have a documented financial plan? Karen, how important is it to have a documented financial plan? I would say that's, to me, that's the number one thing. Everyone deserves a plan. Everyone should have one. It's a living, breathing document. Um, And I always come back to it. Something changes in the market. Your goals change, your income. You have a baby or get married, Jordan, like you were just saying is go back to that plan and make sure it works and looks the way that you want. And if not, what can we do to help? Exactly. And and exactly to your point, it's always going to change. There's nothing more constant in your plan in the other than it's going to change. Right. And so working with, with a team of, of advisors is very important to help navigate those changes. Right. Things can have very big ripple effects if you are making just decisions in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And it's a constant review. Um, it's not, oh, I got married. I made a change. Now we're good. Yeah. No, it's a, oh, you got married. How does that impact X, Y, and Z? And don't just build out that plan, but is it actually implemented? I like to say like you could have that car, but if you don't put the gas in it, you're not going anywhere. Yep. And and not to, to digra- digress here, but mm-hmm. same with an estate plan, right? Sure. Most people think, oh, I've got an estate plan. I'm done. You know, yeah. I've got the documents in my hand. Well, you've got to make sure it's funded in order to have, you know, the documents yes. are one piece, yes. right? That that's yes. that's the tip of the iceberg. If it's not actually funded, it's not working for you. Yeah. Um, so very, very similar to having a financial plan. Mm-hmm. Make sure that if you've got an estate plan, A, review it and B, implement it, fund it. For sure. So let's talk about budget. How important is that in a financial plan? Is it something that um, is very black and white, or is it something that may look different for every person in terms of what their values and priorities are? Yeah. And I also like to say, like, what are your like negotiables and your non-negotiables? You have to pay your gas bill. That's, it has to be there, but do you have to go Unless you don't want heat. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say being in Michigan and Chicago, I think we want that heat. People who go down to Florida might think a little bit differently. Yeah. 
but um but yeah and then it's okay you have those non-negotiables what are the negotiables and does right now if you spend all of it does it work can you go out to dinner five nights a week and go to those plays and tr travel and everything and if not what can we take out what's that negotiable or lower to make sure that that it works and you have that cash flow that you need and are comfortable with it i think a big thing is built also with that emergency fund is not part of that cash flow it needs to be on the side and yep. making sure that that budget and expenses work for you and i think on top of the budget it's also understanding your income flows and the in the levers sure. you can pull there where are they mm -hmm. coming from what's the tax impacts of the various yes. income flows um also making sure that you're paying yourself first in terms of retirement mm -hmm. plans yep right I how like do that. you Yep. How do you minimize that tax impact on your day to day and save for your future? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I love to use the analogy that for every, let's say you're in a 20% effective tax rate for every, you know, hundred dollars you're putting in, you're effectively saving $20 and keeping it in your pocket. Right. That $20 can, can compound over time. Um, we have an advisor at our team who loves to, to say that, you know, Einstein called it one of the one, unknown wonders of the world is compounding right mm -hmm. it, it just continues to grow and grow and grow and especially when you're in your early earning years that impact is huge when you look at a financial plan at the end yeah a dollar today saved by someone who's 24 is going to make a huge difference when they're 64 exactly exactly and it's going to feel it might feel more um impactful from a day-to-day -day perspective but you also, you, you look at it and you say, okay, so I get one less Starbucks a week, mm -hmm. right? Or I get, you know, I, I go out, um, I, I maybe make my dinner at home instead of eating out to dinner once a week. That those things can add up and, and make a big difference down the road. Sure, no question. I joke that I used to, every time I'd get coins, I put it in my piggy bank, my best friend got me and it was supposed to get me to visit her, would never get me all the way to at that time, New York. But what <laughs> I, if you, if over time it, it, it does add up. And if yep. I get that in the bank, especially now and have it be working for me, it will, eventually it would get me to New York to visit her. Yep. And especially if you invest it, right? <laughs> yeah. Even even just the money markets right now at about 5%, look at it, it's going to grow versus if I spent that five extra cents or whatever coin it was, um, that's it. Yeah. And I think exactly to your point on emergency funds, making sure that you've got them and then also having them work for you. And these, like you said, mm -hmm. in this day and age, if you've got short-term money market fund rates that are, you know, in, in the three to 5% range, that definitely beats out a checking account at, you know, 0.01%, right? And so let's, let's have those work, you know, harder for you in this, in this mm -hmm. environment because they can, Yeah. because they can. So let's talk about back to kind of retirement planning. We talked about the importance of saving that dollar. We talked about, um, you know, we talked about making sure you're making your contributions. There's also the concept of catch-up contributions. So when you hit mm -hmm. a certain age, it's typically age 50, then you are going to be able to add more into your retirement plans. Take advantage of that. It's there by design, right? Mm -hmm. It's there to be able to save faster as you're getting closer to those retirement years. Um, 
things to also think about. Are you hitting close to social security ages? There's different schools of thought around when to take social security. Um, our positioning is typically age 70 because uh, most of our clients are, they've got the cash flow to be able to wait that long. And you get the, you get the, basically the cost of living increases year over year are very nice. And if you're going to live past roughly age 82, again, it depends on each person, um, you're typically going to win out, right? Um, so those are some things to think about. What other things are are out there? Like, what other things do you think people have to think about when it comes to uh, required minimum distributions or um, other income flows? Like, uh, or other say, are you going to get a pension? Is are you Medicare age eligible? Um, if you're on the younger side, are you taking advantage of different types of retirement plans? Do you need a cash flow and can, are you going to get that from a retirement plan or are you going to need to start with taxable assets? Um, kind of what baskets are you using? Mm -hmm. Yep. Firm believer in the baskets, right? Mm -hmm. You got to have them. You got to have them. And, and uh, if uh, I believe one of our budgeting 101 podcast talks about those baskets, let's get into retirement income. Mm -hmm. So you're nearing retirement, right? Let's say you're also, you, you mentioned having the taxable assets when you're kind of younger than let's say social security or pension payouts or those types of things. What are the other income sources that might be out there? Yeah, I mean, you have the basic social security pensions. There are annuities. Um, you might want to set up a regular cash flow from your accounts that your taxable accounts. And there's also people have rental income that's coming in. Then what you wouldn't just get in a paycheck, but different assets might, real estate investments might have that cash flow for you that you want to consider as you're working. And now a lot of people have side gigs. Are you an Uber driver on the side? Do you make art and sell it at the art fairs? Things like that that are should be considered when you're looking at your retirement income cash flow or you're even working and you're looking at your cash flow. Yep, yep, completely agree. And, and I think too, uh, you know, the other things to to kind of think about is, are you getting close to that required minimum distribution age, right? which exactly was 70 and a half and then was 71 and then was 72. Mm -hmm. And now is, you know, it, it depends on what year you're born in. And I'm sure mm -hmm. it's going to change, you know, four times over by the time, you know, many, many people end up having to take it. Many people around mm -hmm. our age have to take it. Mm -hmm. uh, but are you getting near those ages in kind of that 70s, mid 70s range? And how does that affect your income? How does that affect your taxes? What do you do about that? Yeah, and do you need that money? And if you don't, what are tax advantages? We talked about ways to take those distributions and make the most of those assets. So walk me through what's one way to take those distributions if you don't actually need the cash flow. Yeah, so there is something called the Qualified Charitable Distribution, where you go directly from that retirement account to the charity that means the most to you. And the benefit of that is you're not taxed on it. So you're giving a bigger donation to that charity, and that charity gets the benefit of it because they don't have to pay the tax. Um, so it's it's kind of a win-win situation. So I even say, like, if you are going to be charitable in a year that you take the distribution, let's talk about ways that you can use that distribution and let's it's not what you make necessarily but what you keep and what you're able to give so it's how do we make the most of those assets yep completely agree and and you know i think the the beauty of it is that it it 
allows for the dollars to go further, especially for the charity, exactly. right? If, if compared to you taking the taxes out and then sending it, you know, sending it to the charity on the back end. For sure. So yeah, even that 15% tax bracket makes a big difference in the long run. Yep. Yep. Let's leverage our dollars and have them go farther for ourselves and for our values mm -hmm. and the things that, that are important to us, right? All right. Let's see, what else do we have out there? We talked about a lot of things. We talked about uh, budgeting, having a plan. We talked about gifting to charities. We talked about required minimum distributions, retirement income. Um, we talked about estate planning, if I didn't say that one already. <laughs> um, what about insurance policies? I would say, what about insurance? We protect our car with insurance. We protect mm -hmm. our health with insurance. Do you have that proper insurance to make sure that you are well protected if something should happen in the year ahead? And if you need it, right? You might not know if you need it or not. And, and so some of the things that we can do as advisors is we can actually look at your full financial plan and say, here's where you are today. Here's your goals in the future. Here's a gap that you might need insurance mm -hmm. for, or, hey, you're good to go, you're right? We don't actually need to solve for insurance. And and the interesting part about um, personal insurance is that you can solve for many different things. It could be the cost of college education. It could be leaving a legacy. It could be um, paying for a home mortgage if, if something were to happen to one or both of you, right? It, there's lots of different reasons to have insurance it's not always just i should have it right so and it's not just a blanket life insurance plan like you're saying there's so yeah. many different options there's for mortgages you can see a term insurance plan um some people who recently have kids will get an insurance plan that is term and expires when their kids go to college and then it's good luck to the kid yeah um, they're on their own <laughs> there you go um and other people want to $2 million plan for if something happens to them throughout their lifetime. Um, so it's really different. It's solving for it, like what you were saying, to, that gap um, on if and when anything should happen, but also what are your goals? Yep. And I think too, taking goals into consideration and also your, we try to take the emotion out of a lot of things, but we do have to remember that we're all human, right? Mm -hmm. And there is going to be a values and an emotional aspect to especially things like insurance. I, I have a story where myself was, I was pregnant with my first child and my husband and I were talking about how much insurance we had, we wanted or we needed. And um, for whatever reason, probably pregnancy emotions, <laughs> gotta love hormones, right? Um, we were solving for covering our mortgage and I don't know why, but I was like, I want twice that amount on each <laughs> of us. And I think it was just because we were in this precipice of starting our family and thinking about if something happened to one or both of us in the next, you know, in the next 10 years before our kids mm -hmm. kind of could start to be a little more on their own, we would need funds available to be able to help to have childcare, right? And, and so exactly. it was just having kind of that extra comfortability. And just yeah. being able to kind of have those conversations and work through that and understand that it's not always like, this is the gap you need. It's, there's an emotional aspect to it too. Exactly. It's not always just a numbers thing, but it's how do you feel? Can you sleep at night? Yeah. Yes. The head, the head, head on your pillow at night test. Yes. Oh, the big one. The big one. I exactly. love it. 
what else is out there that you can think of? We talked about, um, we've talked about a lot. I think the other thing when we talk about budgets and cash flows and income and estate plans and, and insurances, what about heirs? What about mm -hmm. providing for family? Yeah, I think it's where are you, where are you going and how are you going to get there? And then once you are there, what's that lasting legacy? Mm -hmm. And some people say, I don't like, I had the kid and got them to college. Some people don't have kids and they want to leave it to a charity, but you have that set up in the right way. Like what is beyond you, what it, what's going to happen and kind of what are the ramifications of all that? And that includes tax, your estate plan, your insurance planning, kind of all the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. And I think it kind of getting back to values too, it depends on, do you want to, you know, enjoy, do you want to watch, uh, whomever or wherever the assets go now do you mm -hmm. want to enjoy watching that now or do you want to leave a lump sum later it's not for exactly. us to say it's it's dependent upon what your day-to-day -day values and core beliefs are yeah and we say jordan we just met with someone yesterday who when we were talking about it space lit up that like oh i can see my gift actually working and making a difference and the research and the like what could happen because of my gift versus just after i'm gone yeah. Um, and I think it's, that's something to think about it and structuring it in a way where, you know, you're well taken care of, you have that retirement plan and that cash flow, but you can also make a difference today. Yep. Yep. What's the impact and do you get to see it? Exactly. Awesome. Anything else that you can think of, of things that you should be looking at in the new year for, uh, around your financial plan and, and, uh, things you should be tackling in 2024. No, I think it's, it comes back to Jordan. Do you have a plan and is it up to date? <laughs> and that's, I mean, I, I will always like hack on, like, if you don't have a plan, build that plan, you deserve it. And you want all the pieces in the puzzle to fit. Um, and you can constantly change it, but at least create that basic plan for yourself. Yep. Let's have an outline. I say a new year's resolution of starting, starting the year strong with a, with a good financial plan. Yep. Love it. Have a plan and mic drop, right? <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Karen. This has been a lot of fun. I know, uh, I mean, again, to dork out, uh, it's yeah. been a lot of fun talking about financial planning. Um, we are Always. excited to have you join us and, and uh, looking forward to a wonderful 2024 all together. I'm very excited to see what the new year brings for all of us. Perfect. Well, this has been Jordan Andrusiak and Karen Fields with Synergy Capital Solutions. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet. Please hit the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you'd like to reach out to our team, please contact us at 888-363-4546. Or you can email us at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com. Synergy Capital Solutions is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisors. Some investment professionals may also be registered with Hightower Securities LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the investment process 
or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performances is neither indicated nor is guaranteed of the future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from a source believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, price or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates may make no representations or warranties expressed or implied to the accuracy or competitiveness of the information or the statements or errors or omissions or results obtained from the use of this information. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower Advisors LLC assume no liability for any action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced in this document. Such data and other information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.